Welcome to episode 128 of the Simply Human podcast. And under our new formatting rules, it is the fifth Monday of the month, which actually it's Tuesday because it was Memorial Day. So thank you for your understanding. Uh, We had some travel issues and uh, we are releasing this on a Tuesday. This is a best of humans being human segment, which we tried this the last time there were five Mondays in a month and it seemed to go over well. We have lots of great humans being human stories. It also gives Rick uh, the week off. How about that? So I have to pay him some way. So the five stories that we will be sharing with you today, uh, going back to episode, I believe episode two of the show, the exposed bone flap story. We're going to have Sarah Fergoso and the skunk story. Then the miscommunication and the crazy suspicious lady. The fourth story will be Dr. X and the Cancun Squirt, which is horrific. And we'll finish up with uh, quite possibly our best piece of work that we've done in the two and a half years of the podcast. And uh, when we prank called my dad, the urban prank calls. Without further ado, I will get you to the best of humans being human episode two. All right. So, Stephen, uh, yep. you went up to visit. There was a student that was in an accident and sort of set up the story here. Yeah, I uh, I teach college, and so I had a student who was in a scooter act, a really serious scooter accident, and uh, was care flighted to a hospital in Dallas, and spent um, about three weeks in a coma, and I uh, was not doing very well at all. We didn't think he was going to make it for a little bit. Well, I was doing how in uh, the world? Was, how in the world is this going to be like a funny a funny story? Just wait, you'll you'll hear. Just keep keep going. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So I, uh, I went up to Dallas. Actually, I was speaking to, uh, speaking to some teachers on a Friday. So Thursday, I was headed up to Dallas, and I figured I would do my um, professorial duty, and I would swing by and see this student. And I, I was on pretty good terms with this student. I really liked him. And so I went up to this a huge hospital. And, um, and before, before you continue, yeah. what is your – describe your um, oh, propensity to – for yeah. gross things, I guess you could say. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I would have loved to, I would, I always say I would have loved to have been a real doctor. I have my PhD in social work, but that's not a real doctor. I would love to have been a medical doctor. Um, but I don't do blood and I don't do needles and I don't do bones and pain and things like that well. Um, it more, it's more than just a aversion to it. I just physically, I can't, I can't handle it. Um, like throw up, body fluids, stuff like that. That doesn't bother, bother me as much. Um, as, as the pain and the blood part of it. So I'm walking into the hospital, and this is very foreshadowing. As I'm walking through the first floor, I was about to go up to ICU. Um, I pass the emergency room, and it is just, it's a, it's a public county hospital, and the line in the emergency room is out the door. And I called my wife, and I just kind of say, Wow, this line is crazy for the emergency room. I'm glad I'm not in there. So I uh, head up to ICU. I didn't think they'd actually let me back into ICU to see this guy, but they did. They take me back there. Now, I didn't know anybody in his family, anything like that. And so if you've ever been into an intensive care unit, there's not really rooms. There's just kind of these bays cut out of the wall with these quasi-curtains that shut them off. And so I walk in there, and there's more, two more people like in there. More like mosquito netting, I think is yes, how it yeah, looks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so the nurses can always see in and everything, which is fine. I understand that. And so I go in, and I, his girlfriend is there. Uh, and his best friend is there. And so I introduce myself and I'm wearing a shirt from the university where I teach. And so we're talking and, uh, he is in bad shape. Um, you know, he's kind of conscious, but he's not really, he can't talk. He makes eye contact with me, but he's not, I mean, 
pretty not responsive. And so I'm talking to his friend and his girlfriend decide, you know, after about five minutes, I'm going to head out. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go. And she goes, no, 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 you need to stay. I'm sure, I'm sure he would like you to stay. So I'm like, all right, you know, all right, whatever. And so I go and she leaves and I'm talking to his best friend and, um, I'm holding, I'm holding the, the guy's hand and his best friend leaves. So I'm just left in there with him. So I'm kind of talking to him and this is fine. So I'm in there for about 20 minutes. So then his, then his stepdad walks in and I'm talking to his stepdad and, uh, kind of during this conversation, I look up and there's a sign on the wall. And you've been in the room for like half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I look up on the wall and there's this sign that says bone flap exposed. (laughs) And I know, I mean, and I looked down at his leg and I know his leg has been crushed. But it's covered up. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in this, it's in this huge contraption of a boot. I mean, you can't see this exposed bone flap. You're looking down at like a sheet, like or a blanket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, his leg is, well, his leg's kind of out of the blanket, but it's covered in all this casing. And so, so anyway, I'm not seeing anything. Um, but all of a sudden, I start to get a little nauseous. Uh, and so I kind of grabbed the bed to keep from falling over. Thinking, and I felt, surely not. Yeah, surely yeah. not here. Yeah. And this has happened when I give blood or something like that, and it's always gone away. And so it doesn't go away, and the room kind of starts to spin and i start to think i might be in a little bit of trouble here you're like you're like hold it together baldridge <laughs> yes and i'm looking around looking for a place to sit and i'm, I'm about to I have to tell the dad i have to sit down but i can't there's not a chair in the room and there's no way i'm gonna sit on the floor and put my hands between my legs in front of this family <laughs> that i don't know and so well their son him, is like in intensive care yeah yes yeah, yeah and so i tell the dad i said i'm gonna go ahead and get out of here i'm like i just have to get out in the hall if i can lay even if i have to sprawl out in the hall i can do that and so I. So at this point, laying, laying down in the ICU hallway is like your your best bet. <laughs> that's my bet. goal. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's my goal. And so I, I tell I tell the guy goodbye, and I take three steps out of the room, and all of a sudden things just start to go black, <laughs> and I can feel myself falling, and I can feel myself kind of that stumbling walk as you're passing out, and I don't. I, this has never happened to me before, and I start to fall, and I, I can't. I have zero control over my body, and I feel my face slam into this metal door frame on the way down, and then I just hit the floor, and I'm, I'm I can't move. I'm somewhat conscious enough to know. This has happened five feet from a nurse's station. There is somebody that's going to come to my aid here. So I just lay there. And I am enough, not going to die. Yeah. yeah. Sure enough, within 10 seconds, there's 10 people on me, flipping me over, getting my legs up. Apparently, this is not that uncommon of a scene in the, in the ER, I mean, in the ICU. And so they're asking me what happened. I'm like, I don't know. And luckily, the Because you don't want to admit the, that I read, right, a, right, I read right. a sign. <laughs> Yeah, bone, it was the bone flap. Um, and so they, they're putting ice on my head. They're propping my legs up. At this point, the rest of this guy's family walks in. The dad walks out, and he is so confused by what he sees, this crumpled mess of a professor on the floor with all of the ICU staff tending to me, not their son. And so they get me into a wheelchair, and they're like, we got to take you to the emergency room. You've got a pretty good uh, knock on your head. And so they're like, we'll get you right into the emergency room. And I'm thinking, I've seen this emergency room. I know I'm not getting right into it. Um, But they're like, no, 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 there's really not a wait. We'll get you in there. And so they take me down to the emergency room at 6.30 p.m. um, And I walked out of the emergency room the next morning at 6.45. So you were there to visit a a student. Yes. Ended up passing out, not because you saw anything, but just the thought Yes, of a bone just the flap. words, bone just flap the exposed. Word. And you end up spending 12 hours. Now, the, yes. the, the, the 
to, your student is fine and every he recovered and, yes he and, is oh, i actually good. have him in i have him in class right now okay. he or is, yeah uh, we, we wouldn't be uh, doing this if, right if he yeah. was you know in bad shape still but, <laughs> and yeah. then the student died yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we're, we're not there yeah <laughs> no, he has made a miraculous, and this is his favorite story to tell. He uh, loves this story, and so um, he has a very, he has a lot of, um, he has a good sense of humor about it. But throughout the twelve hours in the uh, ER, I saw a woman wet herself three times sitting in a chair, only to find out she had already seen the doctor, just didn't want to leave the hospital. Good. Um, I saw several construction workers come in with massive uh, amounts of blood lost, which really didn't help the situation. I saw a uh, mentally ill man get almost tased and tackled by the police. And so, you know, just the joy of the 12 hours in the hospital. We could so, probably, yeah, probably do another whole segment just on that 12 hours. But Yeah, so I went and I did, the, I did a six-hour six workshop for a group of classroom teachers on zero sleep, and it was probably the best workshop I've ever done. <laughs> so I don't know what that tells me about my presentation abilities, but that's right. it. Well, uh, Dr. Dr. Baldridge, uh, we appreciate uh, you sharing your funny story with us, and we yeah. will talk to you soon. Sure. Thank you. All right. Now, it so is- ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Welcome to the Humans Being Human segment with Sarah Fragoso. And this is a story that I, I hesitate to even have you tell it because like Wait, I Mark, said, I'm so disoriented. I uh, how did we end one segment and start another? I didn't hear like a official noise oh, yeah. supposed to no, segue us. I, I made a noise, trust me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I could have made a, a much worse noise. Yeah, uh, no kidding. <laughs> oh, so God, that, there funny. was a story that you told on the your podcast about a year ago and I thought this would be perfect as for the humans being human story and it, it involves a skunk I doubt Rick has heard this story so so let's tell it oh my gosh okay so this was in the middle of the summer and we'd had some really nice weather because it gets super stinking hot in Chico like 110 so we had our windows open and the house that I live in the whole it's a old is built like in the 50s ranch style home and the whole kind of back side of the house is these huge windows, which is great. I love it. And they open from the bottom so you can pull the windows up. So we had all the windows open in our living area and then the kitchen connects to the living area. So those windows were all open and our sliding glass door to our bedroom, which is connected to the kitchen, all on the back side of the house. All windows were open. It's a lovely evening. We're sound asleep. It's probably two in the morning and my little chihuahua wiener mixed dog, Lala, Pollyanna, was sleeping on my bed and she starts doing this little like the little growl and bark thing and I'm like well whatever she does that sometimes and she jumps off the bed and when she has to go to the bathroom she does little circles so I'm like okay so she wants to go outside to go pee so we at the time I do the same thing when I need to go pee I stand up and (laughs) start like spinning in circles like the universal sign I don't have to pee it's just going in circles you're just talking to Mark and all of a sudden he just starts (laughs) rotating nonstop. You can go to the bathroom, Mark. Just point him in the right direction. Yeah. He'll be good. <laughs> Which and for Mark, the right direction is really just whatever direction he stops. I mean, that's right. That's, hey, I get it. I have little boys. And like growing like, anywhere that a tree is a bathroom. So look out. But um, anyway, so I have three dogs total. So I take the little dog to go outside. My Jack Russell comes down the hall. Oh, it's a party. Let's go outside. Outside already is our border collie, and she still at that time was a was a puppy. She was probably about six months old, and we had crate trained her, and she was sleeping in her doghouse outside. She's an outside dog, right? So she's already outside. So my dogs are like barking, and I don't understand why. 
I opened the door and I kind of heard something and I got scared. I thought it was a person, but my dog bolted out into the backyard, into the corner towards the living room outside. And I hear this, like I heard it. And I thought, yuck. Someone pepper sprayed my dogs. Like I literally thought there was like an intruder in the backyard. So I start screaming, John, John. Who is still sound asleep at this point, probably, of right? Course, still <laughs> asleep because he sleeps through freaking everything. And then my Season house man. is filled with this smell. And I don't know if you've ever oh, yeah. sprayed by a skunk, but we all know what that smell smells like. But when it's that close, it's like tires being burned. I don't know if you've ever like back. <laughs> We're at a campfire, like or a party, a high school party, and some dork throws a, a tire. Mark was that dork. Mark was that guy who would yeah. throw the tires on there. They would. I, I was never invited to the party, rave. right? Like everyone scatters. <laughs> That's what that initial smell is, where your whole mouth and throat just oh. want to close up. It was. Oh. So hold on. So the skunk sprayed outside, or was it was it, it inside? Sprayed outside. However, where it sprayed was right by our open windows. Oh. So. Entire house was filled with skunk spray. So my Jack Russell got it right in his face. Oh, and no. So here, Gosh. Here, I still don't really know what's going on. And so the doors open. The dogs are totally yelping, freaking out. My Jack Russell bolts in the house, oh. jumps on the couch, rubs his entire body on the couch. <laughs> jumps on the love seat, rubs his entire body on the love seat. Runs into my bedroom because I left the door open, jumps on my bed and rubs all over my comforter while I'm like oh. panicking trying to figure out what's happening. So it was literally like the worst night of my entire life. I cannot even tell you. <laughs> we were, I was laughing and crying at the same yeah. time at one point because the first thing we had to do was, was deal with our dogs because my sprints, my, my sprints, my Jack Russell's eyes were like swollen shut. Oh. So I'm like looking online and I'm mixing peroxide and baking soda together and scrubbing the dogs. John and I carried our couches out to the front yard. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So left our couches outside. We had to take all the kids into our room that's separated from the living room we have in the back of our house. Is It used to be the garage converted to a family room where you can shut the door so it's completely shut off from the house and ended up spending the rest of the night there. But it was probably a good three months before we stopped smelling skunk in our house. Well, it's like and, uh, when the kids came back in the in like the regular part of the house, you had to like strip yeah. them down, like hose them down, like throw powder on them. Like in, It's like, like up in The Walking Dead where like they're going into like the, the, the guy who works at the CDC has like the uh, full body contamination yeah. uh-huh. always allowed from one area to the other. Yeah, well, it was on everything. I mean, like you would touch a door handle that you hadn't touched oh. previously, and and the oil from the spray would be on the door handle. Then your hand would smell like skunk. Oh. I mean, the next day, my my son, who was a senior in high school, he's a freshman in college now. He texted me and he's like, "Mom, I'm in history dot dot dot, and I'm pretty sure I smell like a skunk." Oh. And, <laughs> and I'm at the bank at this point in line. And I noticed that the person behind me keeps taking a step backwards. Oh, you text him back. Son, I'm in the bank and I'm pretty much in the same boat. Yeah. (laughs) So does the skunk smell like eventually dissipate or do you have to like actively like scrub it to remove it? Or we're like over time, it just stops. Well, we did both. We, Fortunately, a good friend of ours is a carpet and upholstery cleaner. Is a dog? I was going to ask it, if you called like a biohazard cleanup company. Like, yeah, you know, no. Some... I mean, we we yeah, we called our friend who came and cleaned our couches, and then 
came back two weeks later and cleaned them again. And I still would smell it. I mean, they were brand new couches too. I'm like, what do I do? I should have probably gotten rid of them, but I'm like, no. Yeah, I just bought these couches. Yeah. If this is me telling the story, this is how it would go for me. I would say, oh my gosh, yeah. I would say, I would say, luckily, I had a good friend who was a dog murderer, and he came and murdered my dogs. Yeah. I'd be so mad at my dogs. Like, yeah, I've smelled skunk plenty of times, but never like at the. I guess the distance and the like. like time proximity you're talking about, like directly out of the skunk like that quickly. So I've never smelled it that pungently. But uh, one time I was at work uh, and I, I don't know if Mark told you I'm a, I'm a police officer and I've worked nights for a long time. Well, I, uh, I'm parked like in an apartment complex. I don't remember what it was. It was some, some no big deal call, but it's like two o'clock in the morning. So I'm walking down to my car and behind a dumpster, I hear like a rattling, a noise and I'm immediately thinking, okay, that's a dumpster diver, which in and of itself, I don't really care much about, but that can be indicative of people, you know, trying to steal identity paperwork and steal trash with, you know, so, you know, we want to chase them off or sure. see what they're up to. So I walk behind this dumpster and it was you know, me. With my flashlight out ready to just, you know, find this bum and grab him by the scruff of his neck and be like, <laughs> you get out of my town. I round the corner and it's a skunk and this skunk freezes and he's like a foot away from me. Did you shoot him? He freezes and he looks at me and I look at him and we're both like oh my god it's a skunk what do like, i do it's i don't want any like, trouble oh my, here. Oh, oh my god it's a person what do i do yeah. a police and officer so I was just like if i move i'm trying to do like the, the from the <laughs> jurassic park like if i don't move he won't see me yeah. and he's trying to do the same thing so we have this like standoff for like 30 seconds and slowly at the exact same time we both just start walking backwards <laughs> walking away from each other That's and funny. i like slowly get back to my car and jump in i was like oh man that was a close call <laughs> So like, yeah, That's for me, hilarious. a close call at work isn't like, you know, rounding a corner and there's like a gang of people loading up their shotguns. It's almost getting sprayed in the face by a skunk from like a foot away behind a dumpster. <laughs> well, you're right. the, the one skunk is holding your eye, like holding your attention. And then like the second skunk comes from the side, and like jumps onto your neck. And, like <laughs> <laughs> It's a skunk ambush. They're like just gnawing at me, gnawing yeah. and spraying in this God. terrible fit. Skunks, yeah. skunks could, could take happen. over humanity if they wanted to. They just... They, they really just, could. They have that enough. power. Yeah. You know what? That's a very good point. Maybe they're just uh, they're like the guardians of uh, <laughs> of the forest. Like they know that they're that's their realm, and they let us. They allow us to have our civilization. We should yeah. all work in harmony with the skunks. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. And they're you know what? They're really darn cute. Those skunks. They are. They yeah. really are cute. But you know what? They're also murderous. They also kill chickens. So mm. we had kind of like a string of bad luck with a skunk. And we had the skunk spray us. And then we had a family of skunks come and kill some of our chickens. So I'm not a big skunk fan, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, <laughs> I have to live in harmony with the animal kingdom. And <laughs> I, I, I just don't like me some skunk all that much. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine there's anyone ever in the history of mankind that's ever been like, I really just enjoy skunks. I'm sure are. <laughs> like just goes outside and lifts his arms up Ace Ventura style and all these skunks run scurry on his arms. He's like, oh, skunks. I guarantee there's someone out there like that and I don't like that person either. Yes, yeah. Well, I get that a lot too. Like I'll be standing in line at the, at the post office or something and, he, and, <laughs> and people will start like backing away from me and I'm just like, it is a skunk. And they're like looking at me like, no, that is not a skunk smell. You. A skunk localized the smell directly in the backside of your pants. Oh my God. That? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. so it's definitely a more uh, humbling experience to uh, 
have that happen for sure. <laughs> for awesome. sure. Well, I, and that is, that is perfect timing. Uh, I, I knew the skunk story would be good. So, all right, Sarah, we're going to end the segment, but hang on and, uh, and we'll say goodbye off the air. So Sarah, thank you so much for being on the humans being human segment and for being on the simply human podcast. Of course. My pleasure guys. <laughs> okay. There was this segment. Uh, <sighs> I had a friend Facebook, the Facebook message, the Simply Human Lifestyle Facebook page, right? So yes. that's not like my normal messenger, and which is if you if you Facebook message me, obviously text is what I'm gonna like respond to first. Yeah, and then, well, I think in order, it's text for everyone. It's text and then email, right? And then, and then Facebook, Facebook message, right. and. Facebook message for me has dropped down the list because they've done the mess the separate messenger app and my right. antique phone can't handle that. And uh, so if you Facebook message me, I might not see it for like a week or so yeah. because I just don't look at that. But yeah, there we go. So, so I think we're on the same page. Yes. So he Facebook messaged me on like October tenth about a t shirt, about a simply human t shirt. And this is a, a friend of an old friend of mine. Well, I remembered on Sunday afternoon about one o'clock. And I like I was I was sitting there just like this last Sunday, right? So it was like two weeks later. Yeah, and I was like, oh no! And, and I just remembered, and like it was he's in Costa Rica, and he wanted me to give a T-shirt to his girlfriend who was coming to see him. Well, at like this point, she's already gone to see him in his back, so I felt yeah. Terrible. So you missed the boat. Yeah. So I I was just like instead of Facebooking him back, I texted him. Okay, hang on, let me find the text here. This is quality quality radio. So I texted him, uh, crap. Jason, I'm yeah, crap. Yeah, Mark Rogers. I'm just seeing this. I'm just seeing your message, or I'm, or I'm just getting to your message. Can I still get you a shirt? I want you to have one. And I send him that text. And his name is Jason. Jason. Okay. So about five hours later, I get a little notification on my phone from Jason. Oh, sweet. You know. So I I look open the thing, and there. Then as I'm as I right as I open it up, another text comes through. So there's two texts. The first one says, "This is his wife. Who the hell is this?" The second text says, "By the way, he want to hear his." Uh, okay, so like I'm reading this as it's okay. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to use some artistic yeah. license to cover up some of the grammatical. Well, I'm, I'm gonna read it for the sake of storytelling. I'm gonna read it as is, and then we can. Okay. okay. It says, "By the way, no, no commas, no periods, nothing." By the Imagine way, that. he want to hear his name is not really Jason, and you don't need to effing know it. And it's F, and then a bunch of asterisks. Okay. Hang on. So. <clears throat> They're going to go to the trouble of using the F word as an adjective, which I am a huge advocate for. Right. But they're going to like self censor themselves. Uh, yeah. When they're I, trying to get like all gangster and yeah. real on somebody via text message. So, so I'm looking at man, these texts. If you're yeah. listening, just do random it. lady, just go ahead and use the whole word, man. Yeah. I don't and there really is. I, I, I have never been more certain of anything in my life that this woman will never listen to this podcast. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's make fun of her. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dumb moron. And we could, I don't know, like somebody's going to be listening to this. You're at the, at the end of the story, you're, as like a police officer, you're going to be like, uh, y'all could go to jail for that. Yeah. So, okay. hey, hey, hang on, guys. That's gotten a little too real yeah. for me over here. Okay. So it just, the story just keeps getting better. So as I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this is funny, you know, I have the wrong number. Jason call is calling me, right? Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not answering this. Here is the voice. So I think obviously what we've got is that you have a number in your phone that you think is for your friend Jason, right? But turns out somehow, like, like yeah, he's changed numbers or something like that, yeah. and so it's somewhat random person's phone number, right? So okay. I'm going to play this 68 second, so close, 68 second 
voicemail. <laughs> Only one second more, yeah. man. So try to mask your laughter as you listen to this. Voice okay, I'm going to mute my mic while okay. it's happening. Okay. Right. Here we go. Hey, this number you think you have for Jason, 829 or whatever, and this number you can text him. Uh, his name is not really Jason. Number two, this is his wife. It has been for next to 10 years. And you can lose this number. Because I don't think you're woman enough to tango or try to take my family. Because let me tell you something. That ain't happening. And you better step on back because you don't know what you're about to get into, girl. So let me tell you what. You better just lose this number. That's your first and last warning. And I'm telling you now. You don't get no more than that. So you better lose this number. And I'm on it. So goodbye. And you better leave us alone. And I'm and I'm checking every message, every call. So now I'm lose it. Leave my family alone. Hang on. Okay. Okay. So a okay. a. Yeah. Let's say this. <laughs> A reasonable person. Okay, what we have right now is two unreasonable people smashing heads together like two <laughs> rams on a mountain. A reasonable person would have been like, oh, okay, it's a wrong number. Wrong number. The guy's name that. isn't even Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Uh, secondly, a reasonable person on your end would have been like, okay, obviously there's some issues there. Yeah. <laughs> Funny well, story that I'll tell my friends. Okay, well, it. hold on. Now, we have two unreasonable it, well, people. Well, and it keeps getting better. And it just hang on. So... Uh, the other the, part, and I, I think the best part is his name isn't even Jason. Right, so it's like it's very, very obvious if you're not a freaking idiot that it's the wrong number. That it's the wrong number, right? <laughs> and your original text wasn't like, "Hey, I can't wait to see you." Yeah, again. it was you like, "Hey, give I'd... me the business." Ugh. Yeah, it was like, "Oh, sorry, I missed you while you were here. Can I mail you a T-shirt?" Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. So the other part, the other funny part is like, she says, I don't know this number that you keep texting. I texted it once. Obviously, I've only texted it once. So I, I respond. So you just send the one message right. and then you get this flurry of activity. Two back. texts in the voicemail and I respond via text with this, quote, Haha, just listen to your message. I am a 33-year-old man with three kids, had the wrong number. You have nothing to worry about. Consider the number lost. My apologies. Okay, that's you trying to be reasonable right. somewhat and be like, hey, calm down. Right, yeah, it's just that yeah, you're fine. I think, that, fine. I think that would be, I think a jury of a thousand reasonable yeah. people would say that, the, okay, that's all, you, you, that's all right to do. So here's where it goes off the rails. Okay. I make the mistake of this group text that we talked about earlier. It's between friend, our friends, me and you, and then Jack and Nate and Steve. Right. Steve. Yeah, and so I make the mistake of like texting like pictures of the texts and the voice screenshots and send them to the group and the voicemail to these guys, thinking, "Hey, look, this is kind of funny. Look what this happened. This was sort of funny. oh man." So the first the response, nest yeah, has been stirred. the first response we get or I get back is, "Well, obviously, we all have to start texting this number." <laughs> and I need to remind. I need to hold on before I do anything else. I need to make a note to myself: bleep out the number because she says the number in the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't bleep it out. All, like, 1,100 of our Facebook people yeah. and subscribers text this lady's phone, just blow it yeah. up. So, okay, <laughs> so only one of them actually texted the number, okay? And That's good. Here, Which and, one? Who is it? Nate, right? N here's what Nate wrote this, this number. 
Here we go. So there's one more text I'm going to read, and one more text thread I'm going to read, and one more voicemail. Okay. So the text is from Nate. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Hey, Jason, if that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it like he put it in, because there's, there's like on purpose mistakes. Hey, Jason, if that even your real name. I enjoyed your time the other weekend. Why you not call me back? I thought it was good to meet you. Holla back if you want another booty swing. Can I <laughs> Can I call you later? A booty swing. Yes. <laughs> so she she immediately writes back. Ha ha uh, B I T C H F no. And this time she doesn't self-censor. She writes the word. Well. Yeah. Next level. And then she the leaves. Queen of the Ozarks over yeah. here. And then she leaves. Now, I'm going to have to get my bleeping tool out for this one. Okay. But she leaves this message for Nate. Here we go. I- I- enjoy this. Now, hang on. Before before I play, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Everyone is just like in suspense. She, like, or. There's a little stutter at the beginning. That's Nate like restarting the the message. Okay. okay, okay so it's okay. like so that's what the the sort of the the mess up is at the beginning. Here we go. Oh, hey, this is not a real name. Oh, this is not a real name. And Rudy Swain, I don't think so. Anyway, this is Jason's wife, or not Jason, what do you call it? Anyway, this is his wife, and you know what? Uh, you got the wrong number. Anyway, you better lose this number because you know what? I think you bit off one of you two and you're dealing with the wrong mother. So you know what? Don't with me and don't with my family and lose this number because if I find you texting or find you calling again, I'm not booking the house. Bye. Lord almighty. <laughs> <laughs> Is this honey boo boo's mom? Seriously. Oh, man. And like. Everyone else, all the other guys said they were going to text. I'm, I'm halfway glad that they didn't and halfway sad they didn't because like that, because I, I texted it to another friend of mine and I kind of told him what was going on and he, his response was that poor, poor husband. <laughs> well, the funny part about that well, is... Well, I mean, I think it's very, very clear what's going on here, uh, at least on their end, but, uh, you know... The, the funniest I part about it is she goes, this isn't, hey, this isn't, this isn't Jason's phone. Oh, wait, well, his name isn't Jason. This, this is Jason's wife. Well, not Jason. Yeah. I'm going to start texting me like, hey, not Jason, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, calling him not Jason. Oh, so I just sort of stumbled into that, uh, <sighs> that wonderful little I'm, joyous... Okay. The mature professional policeman of me says, ha ha, good time was had by all. Let us, uh, let us now think of other things. The uh, immature moron in me, which it's a constant battle, 50% of my brain fighting the other 50%. The immature <laughs> half is like, man, I really One want six. to start texting that thing and just exploding it. How can I do this? But well, no, one of the guys, anything, one of the guys had an idea funny. of getting a, like a burner phone. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, texting. I can see you, by the way, spending, going to like Walmart and buying it like one of those terrorist like track phones and putting like just, I, I'd like to buy 10 text messages, please. Yeah. And like spending a nickel on it and then, like just using it just to screw with these people. So uh, who knows? It sounds like she might have maybe been on drugs. Uh, you know, <laughs> you think? So, some people may be um, turned off by our by the fact that we sort of uh, uh, kind of go to irritated with the stick a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, we kind of did. But I, if, I you're, we, if you're if you're still, guys kind of did yeah, a little bit, but it's not like you sent her a five thousand. Yeah. You know. 
unsolicited text messages in the middle of the night really screwing with her. If that yeah. was the case, that would have been really funny. The, the next part I'm going to say, and then Steve got a burner phone and texted him, texted the number like 12 pictures and of his dog. And then I got dog. their address and I just started writing them letters. Yeah. He's like, he kept, he mailed them like 13 pictures of his dong. I started sending them photographs of my bottom. <laughs> so that is the crazy, suspicious, uh, backwoods uh, lady story. We will, we will, ter- we will uh, sometimes like in every uh, every police car that we have, we have like a little cell phone in there. Just sometimes people need phone calls and stuff like that, and they don't want us using our personal phones. So periodically, like, we'll I'll look at the f- and I only need to use it like once every three or four weeks. It's not even that often, but I'll look at it and check the messages, and there'll be like the, a cop. You can tell a cop was like calling like a tweaker, trying to like, hey, uh, you got a warrant? Why don't you come in and and you know we'll take care of it? Or I don't know who this number is. Whatever. And periodically we'll get like text messages, like random ones that are like. Hey, say, man, is, is this Joe? I need a teener, which is like dope talk for like I need some meth, like it's a specific quantity. Like, yeah. uh, this is the police. Yeah. I, don't, uh, <laughs> I don't sell drugs. Uh, please stop calling me. So, this is yeah. in the 1920s. Uh, yeah. I feel like uh, the advent of cell phones and text messaging and emails has really screwed up the whole process of like the uh, the wrong number phone call. Yeah. Because like now when you miss a call, like people – when you get a phone call from a number you don't know – you never answer the phone. Oh, no right. one ever answers yeah, the phone. Yeah. But then you call it back. But then the, the curiosity eats you up inside, and you call it back. Right. And uh, you're like, oh, yes, this is uh, Rick. I, I'm just returning a, a call from this number. Yeah. Like all indignant, like, why did you call my phone, idiot? Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. It was a wrong number. That's why I didn't leave a voicemail. It's why I didn't text you. It's why you don't know who I am. Yeah. So, like, I think we've all gotten a little bit off the rails, whereas, like, 25 years ago before the age of the cell phone, your phone would ring at your house, and you'd go and pick it up like, Hello? Uh, yes, is Tim there? Uh, no, there's no Tim here. I think you might have the wrong number, my friend. Oh, yeah. well, thank you very much for letting me know. Uh, I appreciate it. I and, hope you have a terrific weekend. Yeah. No, 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 I hope you have a terrific weekend. <laughs> well, like, tripping over themselves to be nice, and now it's like, who dare call my phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, my, my husband's name isn't even Jason. He's dead. <laughs> That's the best part of it. It's not like you got the name right. Yeah. Like, it was... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Classic. Yeah, yeah, well, man. good story. Good time. Yes. Joining us, as mentioned in the intro, we have... A, and we're not going to say what kind of doctor. Is it a medical I, a medical doctor? I don't know. Is it a PhD? I, no one knows. There is, a, there is an element of mystery here. We're going to call this person Dr. Pseudonym. And I know that Dr. Pseudonym has, has many funny stories... Uh, because we are friends, and I have heard some of these stories. Whoa, I'm friends with a doctor. Look at Mark <laughs> Rogers over here. Add that to the ragging montage. <laughs> and I, I texted Doctor Pseudonym, and 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 Doctor, if I actually if I use your real name, I will go back and bleep it out because I've almost done it about eight times already. Um, right. I I texted him yesterday saying, Hey, I need you to tell one of your stories, and he said, I have one, but you can't use my real name, and so I was like. Bingo. That's a setup for the perfect humans being human story, by the way. If someone's so embarrassed and they're like, I cannot attach my real name to this, then that's perfect for what we're looking for. All right, so the floor is yours, Doctor. Oh. I mean, I have, I have a couple of stories. Yes. One, one's not so embarrassing. The other one, the reason I really need to be protected is more to protect my wife because she's highly involved in, in the second story. Oh. She pooped her pants. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the first story is yes, 
I'll go ahead and say I'm a medical doctor. So the other a couple weekends ago, I was at the hospital seeing patients, feeling a little gassy, and so I tried to keep that in. Didn't want to, you know, harm my patients with that. And so it was early on a Sunday morning. Not a lot of people at the hospital, and so I'm going to leave, and I get on an empty elevator, and so I think this is my yeah. my chance to to give myself a little relief. And you're, so, feeling, you're feeling pretty confident. There's no one. It's a Sunday. Not many people. Not much traffic yeah. at the hospital. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone else, hardly, you know, and so <laughs> I, I let some out, and immediately, <laughs> like, two things happen. One, I immediately realized, like, this is not your ordinary fart. Like, this is this is bad news. It's a good thing I'm at the hospital kind of fart. Like, <laughs> yeah, I might need to go I may, get my stuff checked out. Yeah, I might need to go straight to the GI lab. But <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that immediately happens is the elevator stops. Oh, my this gosh. Poor little lady who normally delivers cafeteria food to patients oh, no. walks into the suddenly small and poorly ventilated elevator... <laughs> With like the carpeted and, uh, walls. Yeah. Yeah. So she walks in, she like kind of mildly contorts her nose and face and looks a little bit painful and she apologizes. She's like, Oh, oh, excuse me, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> like she just interrupted some private moment, which she sort of had, you know. Uh, so I thought you point, meant she was taking ownership of this, like, oh yeah, that's right. Lady quit sticking up my elevator, you idiot. <laughs> Maybe she was. Maybe I should have gone with that angle, but I wasn't yeah. quick enough. You're like, oh, so, I do not I do not accept your apology. I am, I am a doctor, ma'am. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw my name tag on, so she will forever know that <laughs> Dr. Pseudonym is the doctor who farts in elevators. Well, so. have, you, have you ever like been caught in that particular situation? Like you, someone rounds a corner, gets on an elevator, you farted on, and then you're like, what do I do? And just like make this face like, man, what is that smell? Yeah. Like look at your shoes like you maybe stepped in dog crap or something. <laughs> yeah. That's probably my go-to the- move if I'm ever caught in something like that is like, <laughs> Oh man, there's something like there's a rotten, there's like a dead mouse up above here or something. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I think yeah, the dead I, mouse story is always believable. The, the so. grocery, like that happens at the grocery store. I'll be like, you know, looking for something at the grocery store on one of the aisles. No, there will be no one on the aisle, and I'll let one out, and then someone will immediately come down the aisle, and then it's like you just have to turn and run. But then it's like they saw you just standing there, and they walk over to the like canned tomatoes, and they're like, oh my god, what the heck happened? One of these canned tomatoes is filled with Indian food. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, the other the other the other terrible places is like in an airplane. You're gonna like let one out in an airplane, and like there's there's no. See, I feel like everybody on an airplane, like that should be kind of like a zone where you go, hey, you know what? We're all going to the same place, and no one can get off, and no one can go anywhere. And if you're on an airplane long enough, like if you're flying from here to Australia, odds are everybody on that airplane is gonna have to take a crap at some point <laughs> or another. And so everyone kind of needs to enter like this pinky pact of like, hey, listen. What goes on on the airplane, Stays like, on we're the not going to judge anybody here. Like, uh, you do what you got to do because we're on here for a really long time. Everybody farts. Okay. No, no shame on yeah. the airport. All right. So, Dr. Pseudonym, uh, it is now time for your climactic story. Is that yeah, this, how you put it? This is the climactic story. So, I was... <laughs> Involving your wife. 20, involving my wife. My, my brand <laughs> new wife. I was 22. We got married very young. So we were honeymooning in Cancun. Yes. So there, there are obvious things you look forward to on your honeymoon. All, it, the, all inclusive. After, margaritas. After that, 
the yes. thing that I was really looking forward to was this jet ski excursion that I had planned, where you yes. jet ski out to this coral reef, and then you're going to snorkel, and then you're going to jet ski back. And so I've been looking forward to this. And so my wife and I get on this jet ski, and there's a guide that so he takes you out, and um, there's about six other couples. You kind of have to stick with the group. And so we've been on the jet ski maybe like three minutes, and my wife's straddling me from behind, you know, hey, and so on the jet Talks lower. Talks lower. Starts telling me, man, you know, my stomach's really starting to cramp. Like, oh, no. Wait, she is saying this? Out, like, you, I'm, I, she's like, I'm, I'm going to have diarrhea. Like, oh I've God. got to go. I'm like, there's nowhere for you to go. And so I come up with this There's plan. the ocean, like, okay. the greatest toilet yeah. on, on the planet. <laughs> yeah, so that's my plan. I'm like, okay, we're about to stop and snorkel, oh, and we snorkel God. like, swim off by yourself, do your business. You know, Make it look like back. an octopus is inking all over the place over there. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of octopus in Cancun. You're going to be just fine. So, um, I scared so the goes, crap out of an octopus. <laughs> she goes off by herself, and then she comes back to get on the jet ski. I'm like, are you good? She's like, no, I couldn't go. I couldn't swim and go at the same time. So I'm like, rookie, rookie. We are in trouble. So we start heading back, and we can start to see the dock where we're going to stop. And I can hear like whispering in my ear, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Well, the last second, right before we get to the dock, the guy like turns and takes us back out to the ocean. And I hear this like sad sigh, and then. It happened. No, on oh, the jet ski. My my wife of five days diarrhea <laughs> on me. <laughs> when you're sliding in a first and you're feeling something burst, diarrhea. Cha-cha. Oh diarrhea. my! Well, it would have been better if she had been like straddling you, like facing you. I think that would have probably been. What sense does that make? position <laughs> yeah there's no good position to diarrhea on your new spouse but especially not looking when your eyes are locked on each other at least she can be like i didn't see his face maybe he didn't notice that i cracked all over oh it. it's like the dumb and dumber he's like just go man <laughs> like, I didn't were you diarrhea. seriously at that point like all right well i feel like that's grounds oh, yeah. for an I old development <laughs> yeah yeah i might as well get it over with i guess it was bound to happen at some point might as well be five days in so. no nope, oh, it's man. not totally not i've been married for almost 11 years and uh <laughs> she has not crapped on me yet I've not crapped really on her. yeah we are uh, my wife told me everyone does that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was like when she tells you that night she's like hey it, it might it happens to all of us it so. happens to everyone. everyone i'll crap on you and then the other thing happens too so <laughs> and so, you know, we went, we got back to the hotel. It was all inclusive. I had like six margaritas. Did, did it include like a bunch of butt wipes and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The really single ply toilet paper. Is about all <laughs> oh my God. So hold on. Okay. I have one more question. Follow up question. Did the, that swimsuit get thrown away or did you, oh, did you just wash mercy. it and reuse it? <laughs> I think the swimsuit was burned in Cancun. I don't okay. think it was allowed back in the state. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is amazing. I will post a picture of your wife's uh, uh, face uh, in the show notes and put it on Facebook and, and then say, you, you can draw like a photo. Photoshop some diarrhea all over it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, did get her permission, though, so she, uh, she knows this is... There's only like four people that know this story, so it's kind well, of a big deal. Well, now there's like 11 great. because everyone who listens to the show has heard it, so now it's almost going to double. But well, there's going to tell her she's a very good sport for It'll allowing be. us to 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 have fun with her uh, at her expense. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, right, well, 
Hang on for just a second. I'm gonna stop the recording. Idiot! You used but... his name. Don't do <laughs> check, check. You need to be on mute. Yes. Are you recording now? Hold on. This is Urban. Uh, yeah. Can I talk to Steve, please? Must have the wrong number. Oh, I'm. I'm really sorry. Sorry about that. Have a good afternoon. That's all right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Oh God. <laughs> Butterflies in my stomach. I know. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Again. Still wrong. Uh, is this not Steve? Nope. Oh. God, I'm really, really sorry. Sorry for bothering you. That's okay. Bye. All right. Okay, okay. He just answers the phone. Okay, hang on, hang on. Still wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's working so far. Oh, man, I can tell we're on the right track when he answers the phone. Still wrong. It doesn't even say, hello, or doesn't even ignore it knowing that it's the wrong number. He just answers it, still wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, we're going to pause the We're going to stop the recording. Hi, this is Urban. I can't answer your uh, call right now, but if you'll okay, hang up. No message. No message. Message. It would be really funny if we drove him so insane with just the prospect of his phone ringing that eventually he answers it and is it's what? Just mad. What do you want? All right. So are we ready to we ready to call him back? Yeah, yeah. But hey, if it goes to voicemail, just hang up. Okay. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for Stephen Johnson, please. Um, wrong number. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, have, have a good afternoon. Okay. Mm. God, it sounded like he was asleep. <laughs> Which is even funnier. <laughs> we woke him up. Oh, why is he taking a nap on Tuesday afternoon? He should be at work. Should we call him okay. back? One more time. No, 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 no. We, we, the way to play this is slowly but surely. And after like the 20th time that we call looking for Steven Johnson or Steve, he's going to freak out. It's okay. going to be awesome. <laughs> This is call number four? This is uh, call number five. Fault number five, yeah. okay. Fault yeah, if you five. get voicemail, hang up. Don't leave any voicemails because no, you'll totally screw this up. There's, <laughs> there's no way he's not going to answer this phone call. Okay, here we go. It's 9-11, by the way, p.m. Hello? Uh, yeah, Steve there? No, this is not Steve's number. <laughs> is it not? What? No? I, I'm sorry. Let me, it, nah, I've got 972... Five two eight five. Is that right? Five two five eight. I'm really sorry. Have a good night, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The seed. The seed he's, is planted. He's mad. He's really mad, <laughs> and he's really trying not to act mad. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, we've really only talked to him four times. Yeah. The first call was, oh yeah, that's the wrong number. Second call, if I may summarize, was. Wrong again. Yeah, you got the wrong number. Steve's never... Nope. <laughs> we got to string this out. This is going to be a month-long deal. So just so everyone can understand where we are, today is Tuesday, September 29th. We called him twice today, and the first two calls were last Wednesday, September 23rd. So uh, I feel like maybe this should be dragged out all the way to Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
Okay, so real quick, I just got a text <laughs> as soon as we hung up. My mom, my mom texted me. Yeah, and, we just we just hung up from phone call number five, which is September 29th, made at like nine eleven yeah. p.m. And she writes, "Was that you?" And I wrote back in all caps, "Do not say anything." She wrote, "I didn't. I won't." He said, "Quote second time he's called me today." And I wrote, <laughs> "I wrote fourth time we've called." And then uh, I said, "I need you to be a ninja on this phone call thing." And she said, "That's the first he's mentioned it to me." I'm deleting each of these texts. So she's like into it, you know, like yeah. And she said, when he saw a private number, he said probably a wrong number. So he's our not at, le- at least to, yeah, okay, at least just, he's not saying so I'm gonna can, kill myself we can lay this out right now our plan is to continue to do this indefinitely like this could be a six to eight month project <laughs> an hour where long. eventually he is going to explode <laughs> and be like listen here I don't know who Steve is but I'm gonna find him I don't wanna bring his face in uh, now it is Thursday October 1st it is 3.33 in the afternoon this is call number six I believe that's right I believe it's six okay Go ahead. Here we go. Hello. Oh yeah, can I talk to Steve, please? Y'all need to change this number. I've been that's about the tenth time somebody's called for Steve. This is not his number. You switch phones with Steve? Not Steve. You're not Steve? No. Hey, tell him a Julio. Oh, no, Steve. Tell him a Julio. Uh, Ask no. him if, huh? No. No. Not Steve. You're not Steve? No. Did you did you change phones with Steve? Nope. Nope. All right, Bye. Man. All right, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We've got it right where we want him. Oh, my God. I was, like, crying laughing. I knew. That's why I told you to turn your volume all the way down. gosh. This is Tuesday, October 13th. It is... 326 in the afternoon. Uh, this is, I can't remember what call, call this is. I think this is seven. number eight. This is number seven. Okay, I don't know. We had a weird connection. Let me try yeah, again. Yeah, try him back again. Hi, this is Urban. I can't answer your uh, call right now, but it's Hi, this is Urban. Hang up. I can't answer your uh, call. October 13th, and now it is 8.23 p.m. Uh, let's see if we can get a hold of him for the first time today. Hi, this is Urban. <laughs> I can't answer your uh, call right now, but if you'll leave me. Okay. Let's just wait for another day for another phone call. So no, no more calls today? Yeah. Okay. I think he's trying out a new strategy, and that <laughs> is, oh, well, just ignore him. All right, it is uh, Tuesday, October 20th at 2.52 p.m. Hello? Hi, Steve. This is uh, Chris Brown with uh, Charlie Brown Realty Group calling. Uh, I was wondering uh, if you thought about this selling This isn't Steve. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Steve? You what? This is not Steve, and this is not Steve's number, and I wish whoever keeps giving this number out as Steve would stop it. I've gotten... A dozen calls for Steve. I uh, I apologize. Uh, Steve, have a good afternoon. Sorry for bothering. Thanks. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> We're on the precipice so of him we... having a complete break with reality. <laughs> Do we call right back or wait? No, 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 no. It is Tuesday, October 27th. It is 1.33 in the afternoon. Okay, here we go. 
Hi, this is Urban. Hang up. I'm going to try him again. All right, call him again. <laughs> Hi, this is Urban. Oh, okay. Call right now, but it's going to leave me your Hang on. And... Now what he's doing is he's, he's hitting the button on his phone to, to make ignore a call to make it go automatically to voicemail. So I feel like we've got him right where we want him. This is about 30 minutes after the last call. Uh, I'm not sure how we're going to edit this, but I think we hypothesized after the we? last one. Uh, it went to voicemail really abruptly, so we think that he's seeing his phone and seeing the unknown number and going, "It's those people asking for Steve again." It's poop again. It's like making it go, mo- making it go to his voicemail. So I feel like we're right, like on the cusp of a breakthrough here. So okay, here we okay, go. Go ahead. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What are you doing? Who's this? It's Rico. What are you doing? You got the wrong number. Nah, quit messing with me. Yeah, you going to the thing tomorrow? You, you, you got the wrong number, man. Quit calling me. What? Yeah, he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey. I feel like maybe we caught him like oh. in a meeting or something. Yeah. It is Tuesday the 27th. It's now uh, three minutes before nine. We called earlier a couple times, and now uh, I feel like we're in the home stretch here. I have no plan on what to say to him. Here, stop the recording for like two seconds. Okay, I'm, I'm good. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Hi, this is Urban. Rapid Thank fire you. here. I'll call you back soon. Hang up a call back. We'll get him. I promise okay. we'll get him this time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I get butterflies every time we're sitting here waiting for it to ring. Hello? So you've been avoiding my phone calls, huh? I'm yeah, calling quit calling me. This is not who you think it is. That's that's garbage. Put him on the phone. Put him on, Put Steve on the phone now. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. You got so the wrong trying, number. You're trying to tell me you don't know where Steve is. Yeah, I don't know Steve, and I don't know what you're talking about. So f*** off. Do, do you know Urban? <laughs> Urban? Yaga. I think Yaga. Oh my god. Oh man. Perfect. So bad. Okay. Call him, but call him, but you have to talk and you have to immediately pull the curtain back. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna Dad, it's me, Dad, it's me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He said, f- off. <laughs> she should tell Hey, let us talk to him. Oh my god. You better bleep that out. I just nearly have had a heart attack. <laughs> You want to talk to him? Yes, it's yes. But over. Tell him that. Hey, tell him. Hey, there's a guy on my phone asking for Steve. <laughs> Hand the phone to him, and then we'll we'll break it to him that way. Okay. Hello, Dad. It's us. <laughs> what? It's Mark and Rick. We've been calling you for Steve. We. <laughs> 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 Guy, you. We've been waiting one month and four days for that reaction. <laughs> hey, it took me a month before I cussed. <laughs>
I'm kind of glad that this happened now because I was running out of things to say we, on the phone call. So. <laughs> we, we called you. Well, she goes, hung up. She goes, I'm going, what? I, who was that? I said, I don't know. Some dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so worth it. Rick, you are a comedic genius. I am not. It's all, <laughs> this is all urban. Thank you for being a good sport about us uh, funning you here. Awesome. That is still one of my all-time favorites, and I hope it is for you as well. That is going to do it for the Best of Humans Being Human edition of the Simply Human podcast. Next week on episode 129, we will have Kate Galliette, the return of the great Kate Galliette. And actually, I think two or three of these stories that we played today were piggybacked on an interview we had with Kate. So, sorry about that, Kate. Uh, we're going to talk about stress, and then humans being human next week uh, may go down as an instant classic. It is a story, it's something that it immediately had just happened to my wife, and we were recording, and we we tap, patched her in, and it's going to be great. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> have Kevin Geary coming on the show. We've got Benny Wiley. Google Benny Wiley. He's currently on NBC's Strong right now. He's going to come on the show later this summer. I'm going to be on Iron Radio coming up in June. It's going to be crazy. So lots to uh, look forward to on the Simply Human podcast. Rick, I hope you enjoyed the week off. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Go to simplyhumanlifestyle.com for all the info. uh, And uh, everything is there that you could ever want to know about us and like us on Facebook. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human podcast. And remember... Hi, Steve. This is uh, Chris Brown with uh, Charlie Brown Realty Group calling. Uh, I was wondering uh, if you thought about... This isn't Steve. So until next time, enjoy yourself. 